Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Rob McDougal. Hey, Rob, how are you? I'm great, Bant. How about yourself? I am well. It's great to speak with you. Rob is the president and CEO of Upstream Works Software. Upstream Works Software is doing some great stuff in terms of the omni-channel contact center software space. They're aiming to build and roll out uh, software that to increase customer engagement and an agent success. Their agent-first approach to the contact center has helped bring the customer journey together across all digital channels, applications, and platforms with desktop elegance. And so, Rob, we'll talk more about that in a second. But before we get there, tell me a little bit about you and your background. Uh, I am <clears throat> I'm running a company, but I'm an electrical engineer, so I didn't come out of sales or accounting or anything. Um, I Honestly, I took a job in 1996 that was with a computer telephony integration company. Um, we started doing inbound screen pops and things for Bell Canada and became the backbone of the Bell Canada network. Um, that company went through a bunch of acquisitions, uh, in 2000, my lead architect and myself took that original company and did a management buyout and formed up Streamworks. Oh, great. We, uh, we sort of were, I guess, uh, non-risk entrepreneurs. We took something, you know, that was a, a functional going concern, uh, to make upstream focused on sort of boutique contact center applications. Uh, in 2007, we released our first omni-channel product mm -hmm. um, called Upstart. Um, about five or six years later, the industry came up with this new term, omni-channel. We didn't know it was omni-channel then. Um, and today, the, the things that we're doing are largely what we were doing back in 2007. 2007, we kind of had our, what I call our, our pound the fist on the table moment going, there's got to be a better way for agents to work with interactions in a contact center because it's just it's so complicated and it's all over the place. Yeah. Focus from day one has been simplifying what they have to do. That's great. I mean, um, as someone who actually used to be a CEO of a company that had many contact centers, it is a grueling job and anything that can make it more simple and make it possible for folks to track how things are being processed through the system is really, really helpful. So tell me a little bit more about Upstream Works today and what are you guys focused on? Uh, we are, we're still very, very focused on an agent first approach to things. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on a kick right now because everybody who puts in contact center technology starts looking at, at the channels and the platforms and, and they miss that, that last mile, like the human machine interface, which is the agent, mm. right? The agent is, you know, there, there's 2000 of them in your contact center using an application every day. And, and you need to have more focus on on how that works to them. Um, more recently, we've started to realize where you know AI is important in contact centers because it absolutely is. Yeah, we're unfortunately not an AI company, but what we're really good at 
is integrating things into a contact center so that agents can use it. So we're really focused on uh, the omni-channel still, but really operationalizing AI in the contact center and helping companies uh, take their AI application of choice and use it to achieve some real business results without messing up that agent experience because they're doing the same thing 80 times a day. Yeah, no, I think that's really key. I mean, certainly there are a lot of new applications that are using machine learning. And in fact, it was quite interesting. I did a ton of research in the machine learning space several years ago now. And at the time, really the most interesting work was being done in call centers, in contact centers to actually help folks process that information, understand the nature of, of the customer, the, <laughs> the mood of the customer sometimes even. Tell me some of the stuff that you're seeing and how that integration process is working. AI um, is very fragile in that it, it's, it's really complex information processing. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's very focused on something. So something that, you know, if you have a, a artificial intelligence application, the sentiment, that's not going to be your conversational AI on your website. Right. Nor is it going to be your agent assist AI because they're all kind of doing different things. Yeah. So in a contact center, you may well end up with multiple AI platforms. And so what we're focusing on is providing a vehicle where as an organization, you can choose a conversational AI application um, and it will come into an agent interface and work one way. And if you, have multiple conversational AI applications, they all look the same to the agent, right? If you're doing agent assist, you may have different things you're looking up, different databases you're getting into, different AIs you might be working with. Our goal is to make sure that all of those backend AIs are relevant to the agent. They just see a workspace that behaves the same way. Are we at that moment, Rob, where you're finding your customers are really embracing this idea of how do we action this? How do we integrate this? And essentially, how do we scale all of these elements together? It's still early days for me. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get a sense of. Yeah. Um, the, the issue with Omnichannel is that when you want to dip your toe in the water, it's easy to put something in that is, I'll call it cheap and cheerful and a silo. Um, and a lot of people are doing that with AI these days. And unfortunately, what that means is that the customer who that's interacting with in many cases is getting a bad customer experience. Mm -hmm. uh, they deal with an AI, it may or may not work properly, but when they end up having to go to an agent, the agent doesn't know anything about the AI. They don't have that information, or if it does, it comes up in some other application. Uh, so their life gets complicated. So again, it's that, it's that last mile that, that people need to focus on. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's honestly, it's cheaper to not worry about that. Yeah. Dollar outlay. I was curious, certainly machine learning will be something that I'd say maybe the innovators are pushing and probably beginning to think about how they could scale it at some point, but what are the big topics on the minds of your customers these days? Are they having talent issues? I'm just curious. Um, I think the big thing in contact centers, and this this was really, contact centers have always had retention problems with staff. They've had high yeah. turnover. Um, that skyrocketed after COVID. Uh, so even today, contact centers are having a, a super hard time uh, getting and retaining staff. And this is not just in North America. This is, we've seen this 
like worldwide. It's happening everywhere. Um, so uh, keeping agents happy and um, you know, uh, increasing time to competency is very, very important for these organizations because staff is the biggest thing they've got at 70% of their spend. And um, you know, that's why suddenly when you call an airline, your wait time is three and a half, four hours at times because they just don't have the staff to be able to deal with the interactions. I was going to ask you that during COVID, it would have been interesting to understand what happened with contact centers because on the one hand, we had this explosion of digital work and digital consumption, which would have required heavy contact center usage, I imagine. But on the other hand, people don't want to go into a contact center, <laughs> right? So were you finding that companies were shifting to like distributed at home networks or how was oh, yeah. it going? Yeah, there was a massive explosion of a diaspora away from the centralized contact center uh, through COVID. A lot of them have, they're bringing more people back into the office. Mm -hmm. uh, I think what the contact center is, if you've got the right tools, uh, it's pretty easy to manage someone who's remote. You know, you're not... That you don't really have as much of a team environment because someone's supposed to be really focusing on that interaction that they're, that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, I think COVID did lead to um, a good solid uptick of cloud technologies right. because you know it was hard to extend the brick and mortar to people's homes, but it was much easier to extend the cloud infrastructure into people's homes. Um, so yeah, there was a there was a huge diaspora around that, and you know again you have this, I'm now at home, I'm less connected with the company. You've got the whole, you know, the great resignation going on. You've got the fact that contact centers had a staffing level of X and guess what happened when no one could go to a brick and mortar, the contacts went way up. So mm -hmm. the stress in the job went up, it got more difficult and people started quitting and it just, it started steamrolling from there. I mean, what was the scale of volume increase? I just assume it must've been immense based on even just my personal experience. Yeah. I don't have the details yeah. of the specific volume increases um, yeah. that people would have had. Um, but again, just speaking personally, the great thing about working in the contact center industry is you can be a practitioner, but you're always a customer. Right. Because empathize with that customer experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. And Rob, I mean, when you look forward here in 2023, here we are at the beginning of a new year and we've escaped out of the, I guess, the end of COVID, but now we find ourselves in a, an interesting economic cycle. You know, what's on the horizon? What are you seeing in the near future? Well, I'm, I'm actually seeing rumblings around people thinking that an agent first direction is a solid direction for the company, which is really gratifying to see. Yeah. Um, I think what's going to dominate contact centers over the next 12 months, honestly, is this little thing called chat GPT. I don't know if you've heard of that. I mean, I know yeah. you have. Um, that, you know, that's going to be what everyone's talking about and whatever was thinking. I can just plug chat GPT into my contact center and it will automatically know my business and be able to get things done with my backend systems. And so I think there's going to be a lot of talk and a lot of playing and probably a lot of disappointment at the end of the day. Um, but it will also somewhat spur the increase of actual production AI in contact centers to, you know, help agents do their job better. Yeah, I think that's a great, great point. We're playing with uh, chat GPT over the weekend and we were actually doing sequences. So kind of uh, scripting uh, and 
Um, it was quite, quite interesting. Um, when it got it right, it got it really right. And when it got, got it wrong, it was wildly wrong. <laughs> you know? so, so it was one of those ones where maybe having a couple uh, kind of human eyes that would review all of this stuff was still pretty critical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The generative uh, uh, algorithms that they use, the issue with the business is when someone asks an, a question to you about insurance, the chat GPT as it's trained doesn't know to say, you know, unless it hits a hard wall, it doesn't know to say, I don't know. Yeah. So it makes up an answer, which is really bad if you're asking about if your credit card covers your travel insurance for a flight you're trying to book. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, it sounds like you had the right vision a decade ago, and now people are bracing it and scaling it. Rob, if someone wanted to learn more about what you and the Upstream Works team are, are doing, where's the best place to reach you? Um, I'm on Twitter at McDougal Rob, um, our website, www.upstreamworks.com. Um, I'm also, uh, fairly active on LinkedIn. So if you wanted to follow me on LinkedIn, I, I follow a lot of AI topics and agent desktop type talk at topics there on contact centers. Excellent. Well, I can only see the business that you're in being something that is becoming more and more critical as especially as we have a much more digital as well as diffuse workforce and home life and entertainment life. Rob, it's great to have you on Uncage. We've been speaking with Rob McDougall. He's the president and CEO of Upstream Work Software. They provide the best-in-class omni-channel contact center software to increase customer engagement and agent success. They have an agent-first approach to the contact center, and that helps bring the customer journey together across all digital channels, applications, and platforms with desktop elegance, and now integration with AI. So, Rob, thank you so much for being on the program. We look forward to having you back. It's been a pleasure, Ben. Ben thanks. Cheers.